Hey, hey guys, guys, and welcome back oh to another... <laughs> Always the same shit. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And uh, today's guest is someone who's been on the podcast before. Uh, he's a friend of the podcast at this point. Uh, and we had him on again. We hadn't had him on in a while, so we decided, you know, let's, let's, get, let's get Joseph back on here. Always, yes. always a good time having Joseph on. So we uh, messaged him. We we're like, "Hey, you want to record?" And he's like, "Hell yeah!" And I was like, "All right, well, let's do this." <laughs> Joseph, would you like to say a little hello? Hello, and thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure. Of course, man. We lo- we like I said, we love having you on. We love talking to you. Like once people like you know have had multiple times on here with us or or we hit it off with 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 the person it's kind of a yeah you can't get rid of us <laughs> yeah yeah so before we start though i want to say uh i had a bit of a vacation was it last weekend yeah last weekend yeah so it's pretty awesome we ended up getting to like the little pueblo that that, that is damasopo and it's it's literally like a little like pueblo there's there's like maybe one or two banks there's a couple gas like uh convenience stores one pharmacy there's a mercadito with a with a placita it's like a little plaza with like um food stalls and where they sell some items and stuff like that uh it's small and then it's literally surrounded by jungle so it's you wake up and you hear like birds and stuff like that there's mango trees you just, just go pick them yeah they're literally falling on the street that's awesome um the reason i bring up this trip is because this whole trip i was i was causing what we call ojo or we i was giving people ojo like i was it's called the evil eye, eye. but sometimes it's just like you're staring at somebody while they're doing something and you know something happens so in, in this instance like I said, this is a small pueblo. We we went to this restaurant. It was like the, it was it was the more expensive restaurant of like the place. It wasn't really like anything fancy, but they had AC. It was it was like a big thing. So like, it's we important. go in there, and somebody ordered a lemonade. Uh, and so the girl went behind the bar and she started squeezing the lemons. So like there was no t there, there there's a TV in front of us, but they didn't have anything on. So I was just I was kind of looking around. I like to people watch. So I turn around and I'm watching the girl like squeeze the lemons. And then all of a sudden, boom, she drops the glass on the bar. Like it, the, the glass tips over. But I guess when she was squeezing, she was doing like she made uh, she squeezed too hard or something. And she kind of like jerked the the lemon yeah. squeezer thing yeah. and, mm-hmm. and bumped the glass and knocked it over. And I was like, oh, sorry, that was me. I was I was staring. Sorry. <laughs> My <laughs> bad. Yeah. And then the next day. No, I'm sorry. Then that's. The next day, some I know there was something else that happened the following day, but I can't remember right now. But then the day that we went to that Puente de Dios, dude, there's like you have to to get to like the cenote and then to the other like river part. You have to go down 350 steps, at, or or well, the guy said it was 350, but and he said it was about a kilometer. But you got to go down, and that was exhausting. Yeah. Uh, we ended up going to the cenote and we finished whatever my nephew threw like jumped off like a 10 meter which is what like 30 foot like jump like a cliff and he's like 10 years old 
the max one that I did was like eight. And he was like, let's jump off this 10. And I was like, you have fun. (laughs) I was like, I did the one. I I did the eight meter one. I'm good. Yeah, Uh, it's enough for me. Yeah. So I, 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 no, I don't really regret it. I, I, it would have been cool, but it, it's whatever. I, I, but you at value that point, your life, like, so. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I, it was, I, I'm good with the eight meter one. Yeah. Um, but then, so we're going back up, we're getting our stuff out of the little lockers or whatever. Um, cause we took down a, just one bag and this lady like busted open a Coke and she was like drinking, like, but she opened it fine. Nothing happened. So I like, I'm just kind of staring at her, like not staring, but like I turned around and I started looking like my gaze, just like, I just went off and I'm like looking at this lady and she's drinking the Coke and all of a sudden the Coke just like explodes. Like it just like, like it foamed up when she went to drink it. It just went, and I was like, uh, I did not say anything, but I just turned around. I was like, that was me. I did that. Oh my goodness. And my, and like, I th- I don't know if it was my wife or who saw. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was staring and then something else happened and then like towards the end of the trip we were already coming back and these girls and we went to get some tacos de barbacoa at one another mercado in another city on our way back and they were putting up a tv oh and then my sister-in-law's boyfriend was like do not turn around and I was yeah. like, Why? and this is like they're putting up a tv and you're gonna make them drop that shit and i was like okay so i just i didn't i turned around. i didn't turn around i was just like this i think the other thing was like Somebody was doing something and I closed my eyes because I was like, no, I'm not going to watch because if I look, you're going to drop it. So oh that was my trip. I was like dropping stuff. and But it was cool. Making people it was like, drop stuff. Yeah. But it was like you're just surrounded by like nature. Like I said, this this boy was literally surrounded by by jungle, basically. Um, I think their water supply basically comes from the rivers up in the in the mountains and stuff like that. And then the park that we went to was kind of like a Schlitterbahn. But with natural like waterfalls, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. So it's pretty dope. So now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> Joseph, we've already introduced you. What's going on with with your life, your paranormal life, with your ghost hunting? Your give us an update on on what's going it's, on. It's been slow, man. Um, of course, with everything like prices and everything going up, and gas, man, gas is probably the main reason. Um, uh, you know, we've been kind of laying low a little bit. Um, we've had things with our personal lives going on and stuff like that. We haven't, we kicked off season two. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but we did Blackbeards um, on the beach. And I think y'all had Texas Haunts and they just, they just did theirs at Blackbeards as well, um, which is an awesome restaurant, awesome location. Um, what's funny about that is when we kicked off season two, we thought, you know, we were going to kind of hit it head on and then have like a bunch of episodes lined up and, and, you know, filming going, you know, back to back and putting those out there. Um, but, uh, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, we do have some, you know, uh, residential investigations that we did. Um, but we're still working through those just because, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll outline that in a little bit as far as how that works compared to our, um, I guess, uh, our just more uh, public locations versus uh, residential. Um, but yeah, we, we, we kind of kicked, kicked it back a little bit and, uh, and slowed it down as far as putting episodes out there. We are doing investigations and things, but, you know, um, when it comes to paranormal investigations, a lot of times you don't, you don't get a lot of things. Sometimes, you know, we, we've been fortunate the first season, you know, the four or five places that we went to, we actually had some activity and we had things to work with and put episodes out there. But, um, you know, uh, true, true, true paranormal investigators that aren't trying to film a show and this and that will tell you, you know, 90% of the time you don't get anything. You know, it takes, it takes uh, constant, you know, um, revisiting to the locations or it takes, you know, um, 
it takes a lot of repeat uh, visits to to actually start getting some type of evidence here and there um, because it doesn't happen right off the back. Um, but like I said, as far as some of the places that we went to in the first season, we were able to actually get some things that we were able to you know, make an episode out of. Um, but yeah, uh, with the prices and everything, gas, man, traveling, a lot of these locations are kind of far off from San Antonio. And uh, we, we've been kind of holding back on that. And then, you know, a lot of these places actually up their, their pricing, man. They, they up their prices for going into, I think, like Yorktown Memorial Hospital now, that was on the list. They're like $800 a night now. And it's like, Jeez. yeah, uh, Black Swan and things. And I'm not putting them down. They have a business to run. Obviously, they, that's what they do. And, and that's what they need to do. And, and it's understandable. But within our budget, us... We don't, you know, we, we fund ourselves and, you know, having a family and everything else. Like it just doesn't yeah. $800 to spend one night in a location just sometimes isn't, isn't in that, in that budget for us. So, um, but you know, we've, I have some pretty cool stories. We've had some things going on here and there. Um, particularly uh, I'll share this. It's with my place. Um, we're, we're moving out of our, our place pretty soon. And um, now I get to finally kind of play around with where we're living and, and do some things because, oh, okay. you know, the wife was kind of frowning upon that while we were here, but uh, we'll be moving mm-hmm. soon. So I'm getting to actually start doing some things here in the house and I'll share some pretty crazy stories that have been going on, which initially started why I went back into investigating the paranormal because we started experiencing things here during the, during the pandemic. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool uh, getting to actually explore the, the house itself now that we're going to be moving out and my wife isn't too concerned with me doing anything here anymore since we'll be gone. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, Monty, the last episode was like, never investigate where you lay your head at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like yeah. his number one rule. Um, but you, you won't be resting anything. your head there soon. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the last thing I said, the pretty cool, uh, place we did this last time was Blackbeards. I don't know if y'all got to see it, but it's funny because when we were there, I don't, I don't know why I just felt like we didn't capture too much and the little things that we did capture, I kind of questioned a lot, um, you know, whether it was paranormal or not. And, you know, you can never conclusively say that it was paranormal just because you have to, you know, there's, there's no real, real, you know, factual evidence that it is or not, but you know, you, you get what you, you can and, and take it and, and, you know, hopefully it, it turns out to be, but, um, yeah, when we walked away from it, I was like, ah, you know, didn't catch too much. But then when we get home and over the next few weeks, I was reviewing video and reviewing video and everything. I'm like, holy crap, like we got quite a bit like this is this is pretty insane. And, and I think and I think one of the coolest things was I probably to this day, the, the, the best EVP I've ever gotten. And just to this day, it still freaks me out and sends chills down my back is, you know, captured some children laughing. Um, yeah. The worst. The, the, oh, my God. Well, you know, and the cool thing about that is I, I I've discovered the evp probably a month after we we had filmed there oh, wow. and, and and it was and, and honestly i had probably reviewed that exact uh recording probably i don't think i don't know how many times man i i reviewed it and reviewed it and reviewed it because we we're editing and and out of nowhere one day i just i had the headphones on and i guess i had complete silence in the house and and i just i heard it you know i was like well what the hell was that so then raised the decibels a little bit and then i put it into the, the audio um the audio program and then all of a sudden i was like holy crap like i heard that so then i upped the audio you know i, I enhanced the audio a little bit and then so just just to make sure i was hearing what i was hearing i, I started showing it to you know my friends and i showed it to my daughter and the, the one that saw uh, like it just made it clear for me was my daughter because i'm like hey i was like tell me what you hear here right and she doesn't she's not looking at the video i just have it on my on my phone and i'm just playing it audio wise and she hears it, and then all of a sudden her eyes just open. When it, when it happens, her eyes just open up. She was like, is that kids? 
I'm like, yes. Okay, so you heard it. You heard exactly what I heard. So I know I know what I heard. I'm not I'm not just imagining this, you know. So yeah, yeah I mean and, and I went through the video so many times trying to figure out what it could have been. And I mean there's there's really nothing in that area, nothing that could have happened in that time frame that would have caused that sound, you know? And and I just played it and played it and played it. I looked for every reason to hear kids laughing. And there's no reason that there should have been kids laughing at that moment. Yeah. Um but it plays back to one of, uh, one of the first uh, pieces of evidence we got when we were there. We were doing the, the S-Box session at the bar, and I asked how old they were. And literally, clear as day, clear as day, um, they answered nine. The, the, mm. the, the word nine came out of the other. And all of us, everybody that was there in, in the restaurant, which was um, two, of the, two of the workers, me and, and my camera guy, we all heard it. Like, we all, we all said, oh, that was nine, all at the same time. So for it yeah. saying nine and then walking into another room and hearing kids laughing uh, was just like super freaking cool, uh, super creepy, but um, probably one of the best, uh, like I said, EVPs I've ever gotten in my life, which was awesome. So Blackbeards, man, go, go there and eat. It's, it's a pretty cool, good food. And um, we had a pretty good experience. <laughs> Imagine so, I mean, it's not actually a nine-year-old and it's something more sinister. So, well, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah so uh, I, I questioned that during the investigation as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, later, like the, 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 the voice that came to the S-Box, the S-Box, you know, they could be using, you know, radio frequency, whatever the case may be to to come through the S-Box itself or, or, you know, Spirit Box, Ghost Box, whatever it is that you're using. Um, but it sounded like an older, I, I believe like an older male is what it was. And I asked, I was like, you sound a lot older than nine. I was like, are you lying to me? And it said a little bit. So then I was like, oh, crap. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was like, a little bit. All right, that's great. Um, so then uh, we go to this back room. It was like a, a beer room where they, they have this beer room. And they had said that they had experienced this one moment where they were back there getting some stuff. And they said that everybody felt like, or the, the manager felt like the room was closing in on them. He said it just started getting black. Like, just like if it was just like this black fade like a fade out coming into the room and he said it just felt like a, a presence like this ugly presence so he said he freaked out turned on to everybody everybody get out they all ran out and everything so we went to that room and we we're like all right let's let's try let's uh let's try to do something in here so once again i, I conducted an s-box session in there and while in that room um there's a point where i felt like it wasn't whatever was trying to communicate with me was also being held back from communicating with me and while we were in there, I finally asked, you know, if the, the, the initial spirit, which I was trying to speak to, I asked if something was holding them back. I asked if something was not letting them speak. And then I asked outward, you know, is there some, do you not want us in here? Is there somebody not letting them speak? Do you not want, want us here? And Claire's day uh, comes out. We don't like you. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, that's, 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 that's good enough for me. Um, I, I always play it safe, play it safe for myself, for my crew. I was like, no attachments, nothing that we want anything, you know, yeah. trying to cause any harm. I've never experienced scratches or anything like that. So I was like, you know, I don't want to start experiencing that. So I was yeah. like, you know what, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's close it out. So, um, you know, we ended it a little bit after that. I mean, me personally, I, I could give two, two cares less than I would stay there and keep continuing, continue, continue. But, um, I, I know my, my cameraman, Steve, he's, he's a little like, no, let's get the, let's get the F out of here. So I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll go. Um, so yeah, we, we concluded it after that. Um, but there was quite a few things, man, that happened in that location that was really cool. But yeah, like I said, you hit it right on the nail. I was like, is it, is it lying to me? You know, was it, was it not, was it trying to deceive me? Um, where the hell did the, why was it a bunch of kids like laughing? Like it was yeah. just, man. Yeah. 
it was it was pretty creepy. It was pretty creepy. Um, well, what what is the history of of Blackbeards? Like, why is it haunted, or or do they know? Um, like, so we don't know for sure. Um, as far as looking up the history, there was a lot of uh, Indian land right there. So uh, according to to what we were, we, if you go to the website, they actually they they really promote the, it being haunted, which is really cool. Um, they even have a sign there um, from South Texas Haunts, which uh, you know uh, from. Um, Spook Central, Paranormal, and everything from Corpus Christi. They investigated that place a while back, and they actually have a sign that you know promotes the place being haunted. But um, if you go to their website, they actually have a lot of history of that land right there, North Beach, I believe it, it's what it's called um, in Corpus Christi by the Lexington and all that. Um, so there was a lot of um, yeah, there was a lot of Indian um, uh, land right there where they they lived, and and apparently there were some some battles that happened there, and so there was quite a few things that happened in that area. Um, I was also told, and I, we didn't, I don't think we put this in the episode, um, but, you know, just getting a, a reflection of what's going on in the history of that area. Um, you know, that big bridge that's right there on Corpus Christi, right next to North Beach, right, uh, Blackbeard is on the beach is right next to Lexington, right next to Lexington and Corpus Christi. There's a huge bridge that goes over the water. It's Corpus Christi Bear yeah. Bridge. They're building another one next to it. I think it's, which is actually bigger. Um, oh, wow. but there's a bridge right there. And apparently there's like a ton of suicides that happen off that bridge quite frankly. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the thing I would date back to and just kind of think uh, what it might be would be just the fact that the land sits on a, a lot of history as far as um, uh, just uh, there was a lot of people that lived there as far as Indians. Um, there was a lot of battles that happened during that time frame. They, they you know, they lived off the beach, off the land in that area. Um, that's the only thing I can date back to that, that would be, um, the cause of anything, having any type of connection to that, to that area. As far as the restaurant goes, it used to be like a Spanish Mexican restaurant kitchen before it was Blackbeard's. Um, but nothing crazy has ever really happened there. Um, they just, they know that they experienced quite a bit. So, um, I couldn't dig up too much. I looked up the, the, his, the, the land of the area, the, the history of the, the location, but nothing that really stuck out that could cause anything to be going on that I could see. That's crazy. And I wonder if it being like close to the water, water acting as like a conduit yeah. for spirits and stuff, if it's just more prominent there because being close to the water. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. But yeah, it's like I said, great food. Um, great people that work there. They're really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty, pretty cool location. And they had some really good stories. Those really good stories. Do they ever experience anything like during the day or is it mainly just like during closing hours and stuff like that? Or like do guests uh, go and have, you know, experience like, yeah, like being their T-shirts pulled and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's exactly that's exactly what they told me that happens there. Um, and and that, I think we, we, we point that out. Um, so apparently, you know, there's it's it's during the during store hours when most of the stuff actually happens. And then even at night. Um, they, they come back to their music being completely on, uh, when they come back in the morning, they have, they leave shot glasses out that end up being empty when they come back in the morning. Um, they've had a, a little kid that had a shirt pulled and they had apparently had a video. We didn't get to see it. Um, but they said they had a video of a kid, uh, getting his shirt pulled. I'm sorry. You might hear my dog. She's, she's eating over here. Um, <laughs> a kid was sitting at a table getting his shirt pulled and then freaking out and telling, you know, telling the parents, like something just pulled on my shirt here in the, in the dining room. Um, the bathroom, um, I did an experiment in the bathroom, kind of like a psychomantium uh, experiment where, you know, you, you stare into a mirror and you try to communicate and get it to appear through the mirror. Um, I did that in the bathrooms. They have this giant mirror in the bathroom. Apparently kids, and it happens a lot with kids, which once again leads back to um, 
children laughing, which is really weird. Maybe they just like connecting with kids more and they feel comfortable showing themselves. But a lot of people have ran out of the bathroom, freaking out the men's bathroom, freaking out because they feel like, you know, something either appears in the mirror or something touches them in the mirror or touches them um, outside of the mirror, whatever the case may be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's all these stories they can tell you, man. If you go in there and just ask, I'm sure they'll share tons of them with you. But, yeah, it happens to the customers, happens after closing hours, everything. It's just an active location. Good. Imagine you like you, you come in and you just hear tiptoe through the window, like, <laughs> like box or something. No. no, and it's not that's not even a song that's on the jukebox, but it's playing anyway. No, yeah, there, <laughs> and you just see a little shadow kid dancing in front of the jukebox. Oh my god, right? Just running Is around that from, uh, Insidious or something like that. Insidious, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I never that's saw song. it, but I, I I was watching stuff on the that song, and then they they put that clip, and I was like that. Is fucking it's scary. Uh, Tiny yeah. Tim, I think that's the name of the, the guy who sings his name. His name is Tiny Tim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they Tim. said he was actually a weird kind of dude as well. Like as far as him being a personal person, uh, he was he was kind of a weird dude. But um, yeah, that that song is just that that movie made that song forever just the creepiest yeah. song of all time. Creepy. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. So if you ever hear like if I, I do honestly, if I was ever anywhere and I start hearing that fucking song i am Turn around i don't know i probably <laughs> should shit my pants dude because it's, it's i mean it's, i like to hear it just because it gives you that creepy vibe mm-hmm. but if i just randomly started hearing it in a place i'd probably freak out and what's funny is that you you never would have you never would have like thought that of that song without that movie like if you heard that song anywhere before that movie ever played you'd be like oh it's just it's a funny little song it's a cute little Weird song you know yeah Oh my god! But now that the movie releases and puts it in the atmosphere that it did, it's like, yep, never again, never again. Well, I think originally one of the first places that one of the first things that actually put that song, if I'm not mistaken, oh. was SpongeBob. Oh no! no really? Right. Yeah, I Have think it came SpongeBob? out on, a, on an episode of SpongeBob, and I think when uh, when it came out, uh, Tiny Tim had died like a couple years before, so he never got mm-hmm. to hear it like actually played. So I think if I'm like if I if the video that I saw was correct, that was like one of the first times that it was played um, on a some sort of, you know, media or something like that. So, like, we probably saw it, heard it, didn't even think about it. And then now Insidious went and ruined the song for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> when you're talking about the restrooms and you actually going in and staring at the mirror, uh, I had gone on like a little ghost tour or whatever for my birthday like a few years back. And there is the first stop uh, was at this hotel or whatever. And they're like, yeah, okay, now it's like a restroom break. Like, feel the restroom's right there. Feel free to use it. And Carlos is like, you need to go? I'm like, no, because I can almost guarantee you that this restroom is haunted. And that's why this is a stop on the fucking, like, (laughs) you know, on the tour. I was like, no, I I can hold it for the next one or whatever. I was like, you go ahead. And uh, so while I'm waiting, like the the ghost tour lady person was like, uh, she's like three three of the five places we're going to have a haunted bathroom. I was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, what about this one? She's like, just wait, kind of thing. And then Carlos comes back and she's like, okay, you're right. The women's bathroom is haunted. So like, <laughs> and then she went on to say about how like you would you could hear a woman crying. A woman pops up in the window. You can see her feet like underneath the stall, like walking by. And I was like, oh. you know, I felt it in my fucking bones, and I knew that I should not go in there. <laughs> so I can't even imagine willingly just sitting in front of a mirror and hoping to see a spirit. Like no, having a crying <laughs> Yeah, well, basically. Do the Gunter, man. That's where the the murder happened in that restroom, and you know. Oh yeah, no. 
my brother, that was his first investigation with us, not Dan, but my other brother who, st- who joined our team, you know, it was his first night and joining us. He, I don't think he even knew he was going to be part of the team. We just kind of, you know, just made him part of the team. Uh, his first investigation, you know, he, he, it's funny because he walked into that restaurant, uh, restaurant, re- restroom. Um, when he walked into it later on, he came up to his dude. He was like, uh, I don't know why he's like, but as soon as we, you know, started stepping foot into the restroom, he was like, my ears, like, it's almost like they got plugged up and like, there was like a ringing he was like a ringing just felt mm-hmm. weird. My head felt weird. And, and prior to that, we had spoken to some people a few weeks before that wanted to go book the room and um, just talk to the, the hotel uh, management and, the, and the, the workers to see if they had any experiences in there. Um, we ran into a couple um, who, who was uh, filming there as well. They, they have a, a small YouTube channel as well. And, and they're saying that the woman refused the, the lady who's who uh, staying in that room refused to go into that restroom because she just felt like it just, she couldn't do it. She just felt so ugly. There was a presence or this energy coming from it that she couldn't step foot in it. So she refused to use the restroom of the room that they were staying in just because of that fact. Um, and it just gave her an eerie feeling. So I was like, man, yeah. So when you talk about restrooms, that's the first thing that pops in my mind is that place. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. and, he, but, but he still walked into one and stared into the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's super oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so as far as everything else we've been doing, um, we're working on one. We're doing a few visits. Uh, we're going to Cemetery One a lot, uh, downtown San Antonio, which is one of the biggest and oldest cemeteries. Uh, we're working on a case. I'm, I'm working off of one uh, plot um, that we're trying to, to work off of a case of a history that we have. So I don't know if y'all know about the Holiday Inn that's downtown um, that used to be the Bear County Jail. Have y'all heard about it? There's TikToks all about it. It's really cool. Um, the interesting thing about this hotel, about you know uh, the Holiday Inn, is that it is it is in the building that used to be the old Bear County Jail, um, but is classified as a historical building, so it cannot really be modified as much. So when you look at the hotel itself uh, from the outside, it still looks. If you take away the Holiday Inn sign and everything, it still looks like a jail. The bars are still on the windows. Um, oh, if you go into crazy. certain areas, yeah, if you go into certain areas of the windows and stuff, the the there's still names and stuff etched in from the inmates that live there. Um, it's the actual uh, jail that um, they con- they conducted the last hanging, the last public execution hanging in Bear County, now, which is what we're investigating now. So, um, according now, I got it, and I'll talk to my brother Dan about this, and he can give you more information. But um, it's been kind of widespread uh, um, known knowledge that the room that we're going to try to stay in. Apparently, there's two there's two different rooms, um, but they still have an actual. Um, when you look up at it, you know, when you have you ever been in any of the old houses? I'm sure you have where they have uh it goes up into the attic there's like a square like square door that yeah. you can kind of slide over remember those yeah so oh, they have yeah. those in, in two of the rooms but those are actually apparently the, what they're saying is those are the hatches to where they actually dropped the bodies from the depths no <laughs> that's messed up i would not Crazy, want right? to stay in those rooms so no. imagine yeah. you're standing there and you just see like a ghost body drop through one of those hatches? like a uh, six sense you know the kids walking down the hall and he looks up and six sense yeah. And and oh just yeah dude yeah i would love that i would love that no, I, would love that. Oh, no awesome. I would die um so <laughs> <laughs> so this this hotel apparently still has that um so we're gonna try to stay in those rooms uh stay in the rooms that are connected to that as well but the, the whole case being the last public hanging in San Antonio that happened was a, a man named Clemente Apolinar, who murdered a, I believe it was 14-year-old boy, um, uh, but his last name was Bernhardt. Um, apparently, uh, these he was play, uh, the kids were playing in a river. Him and another child were playing in the river. And um, while they were playing in the river, they muddied up the water 
you know, the water, it was like a stream of clear water. Well, Clemente was downstream and was trying to drink water, apparently, I think is, is what they said. And he uh, got upset because the kids muddied up the water while he was drinking water. Uh, flipped out, went over there, murdered uh, one of the boys. Uh, I believe he, he took his eyeballs out. I think oh. he smashed the kid's head, took his eyeballs Jesus. out, murdered the kid, right? Later when police found him, he still had the kid's eyeball in his pocket. Oh, my God. Like, dude, yeah, brutal, brutal, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that man was the last man hung um, at the Bear County Jail. And uh, the kid's name was Theodore Bernhardt. Uh, and so his plot is in Cemetery One. So we've actually gone and I, I have some new equipment that I've been dying to use. And we've been using it over there, which is the EMF uh, cable, the tripwire is what they call it. Um, but Clemente, uh, when they hung him, when they hung him at the the reason he was the last public hanging, uh, his head popped off. Uh, they didn't what? do the weight. They didn't test the, the rope and the weight right. And so when they hung him, his head just kind of kind of ripped off uh, from the body. Um, and I'm being told that uh, uh, Sheriff Salazar, Bear County Sheriff Salazar, uh, or the sheriff's office itself still has that rope. They have that, oh, lap, that, that rope uh, at the Bear County um, sheriff's office. They, they still have that rope. So I'm, I'm trying to use some old connection, see if I can actually get in there and, and maybe just film the rope or you know, get, get yeah. a good look at it uh, for the some episode. Some EVP readings off of it. Yeah, yeah, see if it carries any kind of uh, energy, man. See if it has any uh, residual energy. But yeah, uh, that that's what we're working on right now, trying to get that going and visiting the plot of that kid. Um um, Apolunad has a grave. I don't know if it's marked or not. I think it, I believe it is marked. Um, but yeah, we're gonna try to stay in the hotel. Try to try to communicate with the kid, which we did, and then we weren't recording. Stupid us. But me and Dan one time went to go see the kid's uh, plot and uh, talk to talk, see if we can get any uh, communication from the grave from the child. And um, our EMF meters responded during a, a question asking if he could move towards me and it did go off. We weren't recording. He, he had, I think he had his GoPro, but we hadn't set it up yet. Um, we, we've gone a few times with no, no type of responses or anything like that. But like I said, with paranormal investigations, it takes, it takes a few tries, man. You never know. Um, but you know, what we're trying to do is get actual clear, intelligent responses instead of just, you know, one, one time response. And we're thinking, Oh, it's, you know, it's, it responded. It could be yeah. anything, but if we can get repeat responses, intelligent responses, you know, that's what we're trying to get and put into an episode. It just takes time. So um, hopefully that episode will turn out to be something really cool. And, and like I said, we have some residential cases that we're working on, but um, that's the biggest one. I think we're, we're spending a lot of time on is trying to get some some responses from the, the kid that was murdered by Clemente. So we'll see how it goes. That's crazy. You, mm-hmm. you guys, you still use. What's that? For your head to pop off like that, oh. like, or that 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 there is like a certain like weight versus rope, and you know was what he, I mean. Like, was he an older dude? Uh, yeah, 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 he was. Um, I gotta see how old he was. Uh, I have him here actually. He was born. Let's see here. Uh, no, he was thirty-one, man. Oh, wow. born eighteen ninety-one, died nineteen twenty-three. Yep. Yeah. So I yes, would have like yeah. thought maybe, maybe if he was older, there would have been more probability of that something like that happening. Yeah, but, I I never knew a rope played a part in or the weight, and I they actually yeah, had to test, yeah. yeah they had to test out the ropes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that, so mm-hmm. it's pretty wicked. I mean, He's, like it makes sense now that you're saying it and stuff, but it was just like nothing, something. And well, I guess I don't really think about people dying by hanging, right? So why would, yeah. <laughs> why would I think about it? But that's crazy. 
He's definitely not old because he's younger than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. Not, not it's my old. age, so don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys use that the it's the SLS yeah. camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was also thinking it would be kind of crazy, like if you if you did point the SLS at again, going back to those hatches and you just kind of mm-hmm. see like uh oh, yeah, you know. I'll take it. Because you, like, you, you did. I'm, I'm gonna say this is paranormal. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, seriously. Like, and ghosts are real. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. And, and the SLS is something I'm very, you know, I, I I go back and forth with it. You know, I, I really have to make sure that I'm looking because. And here's the other thing, and and I'm gonna be completely transparent and honest right here. The reason I kind of backed out too is, dude, there is so much hate in the paranormal world. Believe it or not, like yeah. if you follow accounts and you follow things on YouTube, um, people are so competitive and just so cynical with it. Like, I, and I don't understand why. It's like, dude, people are, are gonna. If if you truly believe in spirits, if you truly believe in ghosts. Um, they're always gonna be around. So I don't know what you're you're fighting about. Um, people just get so ugly with with locations and. and trying to call people out and being fake. Look, if you're faking, you know, so me being a content creator and trying to put out a show about the paranormal, I get it. You know, people are always going to question what we, we put out there and that's fine. I, I, and that's, that's a good thing. You know, we, you should be trying to figure out like, if we think like, Oh, this is what it is. And somebody comes back and tells me, Hey, this is what that was. Oh, awesome. Thank you for clearing that up for me. That's great. You know, I'm not gonna be mad about that. Like that's what we, we initially tried to do that couldn't figure it out and how you did. And you told me, so that's great. That's what that's, yeah. if it's ever going to be a proven science, if it's ever going to be a proven thing. Um, people have to look at it that way. They have to look at it and try to debunk as many things as possible. Um, which is why we don't have a lot of residential um, cases out there uh, as far as episodes, because a lot of times we go into these houses and we figure out it's not paranormal, you know? And, and if you ever go into a, a residential case and you ever do a paranormal investigation for a house, you know, your job is to make them feel that some people just want to be made feel better, made to feel better about the house not being haunted. Sometimes they just want answers to see if, if it is haunted, who is it or what it is. Um, and our job is to go in there and tell them, like, most of the time it's like, hey, you have nothing to worry about. If you're scared about being here, you have nothing to worry about because this is what this was. This is what that was, whatever the case may be. Um, but, yeah, it's so cynical, man. Like, people are just trying to, like, downplay other people's you know videos and things like that. Dude, what does it matter if it's fake or not? You're watching it. People are watching. Let them do their thing. Let them, you know, figure out, you know, that whatever it is that they're doing, let let them do their thing, man. Like, it's just people are just so ugly with it nowadays, man. And, and even uh, especially on YouTube, uh, there's so much drama that happens on YouTube, man. And people post a lot of their drama on their social media. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I just kind of stepped back from it just because I didn't want all that. It's just negative energy that I don't need in my life um yeah but yeah that's kind of we took a little break from that reason as well but it's just yeah there's people are just so ugly out there man it's just crazy and they they use the social media platforms to kind of um kind of use it to advantage to do that so it's just uh, i don't want to be a part of that that hate <laughs> so yeah it's, it's yeah nuts. and and i know we've talked about it before I, I i'm i'm not sure if it was with you or if it was with, with some of the other investigators that we've had on but like you know we've talked about like if everybody just like worked together, yeah. you know, and learned from each other and like say like, cause like you were saying about people being territorial about certain locations and stuff like that, dude, like if you all just work together and be and, and tell them like, Hey, look, like these are the experiences that we've had here before. Like we've had this, this, and this happen. If this happens, it might be this. So just be careful that, you know, you don't like 
think this or that, or, you know, give each other tips about the locations. Mm -hmm. So that way you can go in there and and know, okay, let's try and avoid this area or let's try and, you know, point cameras or yeah. And see if it actually happens again. And, and like you said, like by collaborating, scientists do it all the time. Like, like, quote unquote real scientists do it all the time where like they have one theory, they have another theory they put their brains together and yes sometimes they try to disprove each other's theories but it's in the name of trying to progress things and it's not like well i guess sometimes it is like oh like the name calling and like bashing and calling each other idiots but you know it's that it's a lot of the times it's that collaboration that that causes um you know people to, to yeah to, to further that yeah. that theory or that science and stuff like that so by doing stuff like that you're just kind of you're not i think you're, you're um causing more damage to the field than you are helping it you know yeah I mean? no, and, like and that, I've, been, yeah. I've been fortunate i've been really fortunate that everybody that i've spoken to here in san antonio it's it's so um been really cool really open-minded really really cool with us um always invite us to go with them when they're going to go to an investigation or do something fun you know um i've been fortunate like i haven't really i haven't myself experienced it except for while i was on another podcast um it was uh, or no it wasn't even a podcast it was a, it was a live uh, youtube live session and um it was from um a, a group that's in Aus- australia actually and there's some people throwing some hate on there and I'm just like, ah, whatever, I don't care. You know, that's, that's the only time I've ever experienced anything like that. But I just, I see it, I see it a lot happening to other people and um, it makes me kind of sad because, you know, you, you, it shouldn't be that way. You know, people should be working together in this field to try to really make it what it is and, and try to really get, um, get it to be a proven actual science, uh, hopefully one day. Um, but you can't do that if everybody's just throwing shade on each other. Um, but yeah, as far as San Antonio goes, I have no complaints. Um, uh, I, I did go to another town one time and there was another group there. And this is a funny story. And this is kind of an example. Me and my brother, uh, I'm sorry. My, my mom, my baby girl's crying over. She wants to go out. Um, what do you call it? Uh, we, me and my brother went to a, a location outside of San Antonio one time, drove out there, spent, spent a while driving out there. And, um, I'm sitting there and I see this group and I'm like, dude, I, I know them. I've seen them somewhere. And, and, I'd kind of been given a warning about them, like, hey, just kind of stay clear, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm, and I'm one of those, like, I don't care, you know, and I've reached out to them a few times because I didn't pay any mind. So I was, okay, that's their opinion. It's cool. Um, and uh, while we we're there, I was like, oh, man, they're here, too. And then I see them starting to get a tour of the location. Like, I guess they had talked to the owners. It was a restaurant. It was another restaurant, to be honest. And I'm like, oh, man, they're doing the tour. I was like, you know what? They got here first. They're doing the tour. You know, it's cool. Let me just talk to the waitress and let her know, hey, we came in. Can we talk to your manager one day? Was, oh yeah, there's another group doing their their thing up there. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, we don't want to interfere with that. We don't want to get in their way. You know, we don't want to you know take away from their time or anything like that. Um, if you just give our manager your manager our, our card, you know, um, and that'd be great. And she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll let them know you came by. And I was like, okay, thanks. So we left. You know, we're like, we're not going to get in the way of them. They were here first. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's just funny because, like I said, I had heard a lot of things. Um, one particular thing I heard about this person was that they like to actually call other people and harass them, like telling them why you why you yeah like why are you coming into our location blah 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 I'm like, okay you know and it might be overthinking like i said i'm not gonna spread it like i'm never gonna say who it is or anything like that but um this yeah. is this is kind of what got me like oh man it bummed me out basically because uh i never got a call back from the manager the manager seemed really in like into the fact that he was gonna let us go and shoot and film there and everything um 
but I get a phone call about two days later on my cell phone and I see where it's coming from and it's a, it's a business. And then I find out that, you know, and then the, like I said, everybody's kind of connected. Um, I, I knew that phone call was coming from a place of business and that place of business is where the head investigator of that team works. So I'm like, mm. how did he get my number? So, yeah, so I was just like, and I, I never answered it. I left it alone, whatever the case may be, but we're, we were never called back. Uh, we, we never got back to on that location, whatever the case may be. But I had heard the rumors that, um, you know, this person likes to kind of put a bad taste in people's mouth about other teams. And it's, not, it's just an example of how things are within this community. Um, and like I said, it's not all community and all, all over the place, but, you know, just those little things, um, they were kind of happening back to back. And I was just like kind of bummed out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to step away because it was kind of just messing with me, you know, uh, mentally as far as the, the, the community goes. So I kind of stepped away from it for a little. We took some time off just because of those little things here and there. But um, by all means, like I said, everybody in San Antonio has been amazing. So I have no complaints as far as anybody here in the city. The city has been really cool with all the teams that I've uh, there's cool gals. There's Midnight uh, Paranormal Society. Um, there's quite a few here in San Antonio. that are awesome teams. Um, and, and they've been really, really cool. Um, I know another investigator is part of Google Gals, Sydney. Uh, Sydney Rice, she, she uh, stepped away from Google Gals. She's starting another team, whatever the case may be, but she's always been really kind. Um, quite a few in San Antonio there. They're really good and really cool teams that I follow, and, and they've been nothing but nice. So I've, like I said, fortunately, that's the only experience I've had that kind of, you know, made me feel a little uh, weird as far as the community goes, but everybody's been pretty good about it. That's, that's fucked, dude. Honestly, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the kind of shit that's kind of like, God damn, dude, like that, that's, I, I yeah. mean, I'm on. I'm honestly glad that all the paranormal investigators that we've had on have been really cool, really chill, mm -hmm. and have been about making this science grow or making this field grow and and bettering it, and not like doing that mm -hmm. kind of shit because that's 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 messed up, dude. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, and it, it, like it's stupid too because it's like y'all are trying to figure out the same fucking thing. Like, yeah. why are you? not trying to work you know like yeah i mean yeah i don't know that makes absolutely no sense but um, people are stupid so yeah <laughs> that. And, and everybody that i like I said i have personally not one-on-one -on -one have had a bad experience with anybody that i've communicated with um all the teams that are like on with paraflix man like um true North paranormal they're in canada um john he's he's the lead investor for that team he, he lives in another country and um we're friends on facebook and I've never mm -hmm. met the guy and, and, and complete, awesome, amazing individual, like super, super cool. Um, we message each other back to back, like on our comments and things like that. Um, um, there's, there's several teams on Paraflix that, you know, we're friends on, on Facebook and stuff and, and they put out episodes. I'll try to promote them and stuff and share their stuff. And everybody's been super, super cool. Like I said, but um, there's just, like I said, when, when I started really just starting to follow and, and be friends with certain people and, man, just things are just popping up on my feed. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, so much negative talk. And I was like, ah, so I kind of just started unfollowing people and stuff like that. So just unfollowing the actual like um, pages and stuff. It wasn't so much uh, individual people, but just pages and things like that just to get away from it because yeah, I just needed a break, man. I was like, man, why are people fighting over, over spirits, ghosts? And like, it's like their locations, like they're always going to be there, dude. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, as far as my experiences, uh, Paraflix, all the teams on Paraflix that have been contracted with them and on, on their their platform, they've been amazing, super cool, super cool, great people. So like I said, I've been fortunate, but the energy was still there and I kind of just backed away from it. I just didn't want to be a part of it for the, for the most part, as, as far as reading it and stuff like that. 
kind of like the news. Sometimes you see the news is just so bad. Sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, I don't look at the news because it's just it's never anything good. Um, that's kind of how I am with the the pages and the follows and things like that that I that I do. So <clears throat> yeah, and I go back in a couple months and and give your card out again. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like in 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 a, you know, after a certain amount of time, they'll probably forget, and you know, or at least the manager will be like, eh, "Screw it," you know, have you guys yeah. up there? So I'm hoping so. Um, I've heard a lot of good places things about that place. So, yeah. So is I, I know that you said that you guys are investigating, uh, you know, with the the little boy and the death and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But is there anything else that you have, kind of? That you want place. to do, but it's like, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I'll tell you about our place. So, the, our our place has been pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, initially, I told you we started doing this again because you know during the pandemic we were home a lot more often, so we experienced a lot more while we we're here. Um, mm-hmm. lots of footsteps, a lot of people walking. Um, my daughter experiencing someone following her down the stairs, you know, things like that. She she thought it was me. It wasn't. Um, more recently, you know, my my kids have said that they've actually heard someone called her name out. Um, my wife, uh, Monty, she actually experienced, uh, in the kitchen, someone whisper in her ear and she didn't want to tell me she didn't want to, she knew I was going to start busting out equipment and everything. She was like, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she kept it from me for a little while, but, uh, yeah, uh, she experienced uh, someone whispering in her ear in the kitchen and she freaked her the hell out. So, um, and now even just last night, uh, you know, we lost our old boy Cash of, of, uh, in December, and now we have our new girl, um, Cersei. She's she's here, another German Shepherd. Um, but with her, you know, she's been kind of going to the stairways, going to the doors, going to the areas, and just looking, staring. Last night she did it uh, to where she just stopped. And she's extremely, she's a pup, um, eight, nine months old, and she's very hyper, very, you know, her attention gets caught very easily. So um, yesterday she, the lights were off, we were watching, we were watching Stranger Things. And uh, she's just looking at the door like somebody's at the door, at the doorway, you know, standing there. And she just sits like she sat like if someone was giving her a command, which she doesn't do. She's freaking stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't listen for shit. So she doesn't listen to you, but she listens to the ghost. Exactly. So my wife was just staring and she's like, look, look, look what she's doing. And she was like, she's standing like somebody's there. And I looked and I was like, oh, shit. Like she's just she's at bay. She's just like waiting for them to give her a treat or something. I was like, she doesn't do that. <laughs> Why is she yeah. doing that? Um, so a lot of little things like that. And um, <clears throat> um, my daughter actually felt like she had an attachment for a while because she felt like something was following her. Um, and then she went to a friend's house and she felt that it was following her there. And her friend actually brought it up to her without her knowing and brought up that she uh, felt something was was there following her or watching her um, for a good amount of time. She couldn't sleep in her room because she felt like there was somebody watching her um, while she mm. slept every night. <clears throat> so I set up a camera in her room, um, several cameras while she was out, um, you know, set up some devices, some REM pods and things like that. And I actually just want to see if anything was happening. Maybe there's a freaking a rat causing things to happen or something. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I set up the cameras, closed the door, left it alone for a few hours. And um, I did get one thing. It sounded like something on her, on her nightstand was being moved, but that was right next to the camera. So I couldn't actually see it. And the, the other angle of the camera wasn't following mm-hmm. it, but it sounded like something had tipped over, something had moved or slid, something next to the camera. Um, that was the only piece of evidence that we got that might be, you know, something. But at the, that was the only thing, so we couldn't really say what. And, and we moved, we went back in there, moved everything around, tried to figure out and replicate the noise, re- replicate the sound, and we couldn't. Um, but yeah, once we start moving out of here, I'm going to probably spend a day or 
a few days actually and see what I can do inside the house now that it'll be empty. See if we can get something yeah. going on here once we're, we're out of here. But um, little things like that, like I said, the voices, um, the, the, the feeling of attachment, something following my, my kid around, um, being followed on the footsteps, hearing the footsteps behind them on the stairway. Because our stairway is old. You, you can hear when somebody's walking, it's wooden, you know, so you can hear it. And, yeah. and my kid thought it was me. She thought it was me following her. And she literally came and asked me, like, hey, did you try to scare me? I was like, what are you talking about? I was going down steps. You were you weren't behind me trying to scare me. And I was like, no, I was upstairs the whole time. Um, of course, on the SLS, we've captured a figure uh, in, uh, with the SLS floating in, in one of the bedrooms after we saw something uh, uh, um, following my kid. We, we busted out the SLS and uh, we actually saw a figure that nothing could have mapped it because it was just on a wall. And we just saw it like floating in, in the area like if it was like laying down, like literally like this. Like mm. it was freaky um we've captured that uh so yeah a few things here and there we're gonna try to put together if i can do an episode out of it i definitely will yeah oh, yeah man i i think uh too like i guess if you having experiences in in the new place uh that you you know live at then you know it probably is some sort of you know possible attachment. i guess attachment or something and, and hopefully that's not great yeah and i've never i've never had an attachment um at least not that i know of um you know, and, and whenever we go to the investigations, we always say, you know, I always speak it vocally and loudly. You know, you're not allowed to follow me. You're not allowed to stay. You need to stay here. This is where you belong. Um, do not come with me. Do not, you know, um, pursue me, whatever the case may be. And, I, you know, I always try to say those after every investigation. And, <clears throat> you know, I feel like it's worked. I've never experienced it. Never felt like anything's ever followed me home. But yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe something did one day and it's just been chill. <laughs> or, or maybe not necessarily you, but like, like your daughter, like you said, you know, if she's the one that has felt like something that's following her and stuff like that. Again, hopefully that's not the case, but yeah. you know, because I mean, like, I think, well, I mean, we've talked about it before it happened to Mich Michelle and Michelle, it's not like I mean, Michelle doesn't do paranormal investigations, but it was just in passing, like something is like, Ooh, your energy and like kind of, <laughs> you know, attached to her supposedly what or what i had been told is that like when you are whether you're sick or like depressed or just kind of like at a lower vibration i guess not to sound all woo woo but basically that um that yeah that you're more likely to like get an attachment because you're weaker and kind of thing and you can't like project out love and light or you can't like you know what i mean like you're not at a mm -hmm. higher frequency where like you can like push everything away and you're just like lower so things kind of like will come on in and attach themselves but, or if you are an investigator and you aren't doing the proper <laughs> uh yeah. prayers or anything like or that, something, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which i know you are because you know you yes. you've let me know it. like what to you know what to do and what not to do when i've you know messaged you and asked you hey uh, <laughs> i'm about to do this possibly yeah. stupid thing uh what what should i do <laughs> and and you let me know so yeah i mean i know you're 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 taking care of yourself and stuff like i still haven't listened to that uh recording and ruth was like i'll listen to it i was like oh yeah <laughs> I, i'm gonna listen to this thing i just gotta <laughs> you know like i said get the the courage up to 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 do it and i, 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 know I, I just have i have a feeling Okay. Yeah, no, I, I know we've spoken before, and the last time you talked to me was because you were in Mexico, and you were going to go to that one place, yeah. that location, and dude, like, mm -hmm. I I would love, like, to go to Mexico, like, I've been, I've been, like, since, I've been streaming, like, I, I don't get, I try not to get on too much, because it's so time-consuming, and I, I get warped, it'll be freaking 9 p.m. when I get on, it's 12 a.m. when I get off with TikTok, right? 
So mm-hmm. I follow <laughs> yeah. all these, you know, paranormal pages on TikTok and a lot of them, you know, you know, obviously they're, you know, they're just for, you know, fun. A lot of them are, but there's some that are just like, Oh, I don't know if y'all seen the ones about the witches. There's like these witches in the graveyards in Mexico. And there's some, there's one, there's a video of a witch on a rooftop and these people are, or I don't know if that was in Mexico. It might've been like Guatemala or something like that, but they are like trying to get these witches. There's this one witch on the top and you just see like this dark shadow and everybody's freaking out and trying to hit this thing. And then they keep falling off the, the roof when they're trying to climb it because it keeps using its power to push it off. And these crazy videos, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all over TikTok, like these witch videos. And there's one of the, a witch laughing in the cemetery in Mexico. Um, oh. Yeah. You know, I have had like full body chills, just waves the entire time you've been talking about these witches. I was going to say, I just downloaded TikTok. So I've been kind of a, a I mean, I was a, Dude, you a get real so addict now. I, yeah. I, I didn't go to bed until four o'clock last night. Knowing that we on were going to be up early recording three, on TikTok, yeah, same three three a.m. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I set my phone for like eight forty five. I was like, I got to get up by nine. I got to go eight forty five. I got to get oh, up. Oh no! Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find you. I'll try to find you on there, and because I have the paranormal journal one, and then I have you know my personal one that I don't post any videos or anything on. But yeah, follow, dude. You'll you'll come across. That's one of the biggest things on TikTok. I think I freaked out because I posted. I started posting videos for the paranormal journal on there. And I posted the one, uh, I posted the the EVP of the kids laughing at Blackbeards. And I freaked mm-hmm. out because it got close to, I think it was like 1,300 views within like four hours. And then it just, I don't know how their algorithm works. I don't know how, you know, any of that yeah. works. I don't get into all that. Um, but yeah, within five hours, it, it went from like 20 views to 1,300. And I was like, holy crap, like that's pretty cool, you know. But it just stopped. Like like literally, like if my yeah. video got thrown off TikTok, I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. 1,300 views, I'm happy. Dude. Um, but so many paranormal videos are on TikTok, man. And some of them are just, some of them are just fun. But the, the thing that's been getting me really interested is like the witches. I've been seeing the witches one. And it reminded me of the wildflower cemetery here in San Antonio, that which we're trying to do an investigation, but it's so hard because the minute you go in there at night, people call the cops on you like right away. Cause it's right next to a, a, a very busy road and a school. Um, but the wildflower cemetery here in San Antonio, and I'm trying to get the deputy that this happened to, but um, some deputies actually, Officers, like I said, once again, officers get called there a lot of times because people like to wander around there at night and stuff. And it's a pretty big but old cemetery. Um, some deputies got called in there at one night and they said that they saw they said that they had seen someone walking around in there. And when they arrived and they drove up, they saw a one. I think it was two women. I think it was two women. I might have told you all the story already. I saw two women digging yeah, in so. a tree. Yeah. And then when they called them out, they went behind the tree. And then when they when they went back, there's two birds, two birds off yeah and the officer and the deputies swear by it they're like dude never again they they got in their cars and they said f this we're out and took off like the fuck the call we're, we're out of here and took off yeah uh, so i'm trying to get a hold of those deputies but um once again in mexico there, there's these videos of these witches in these cemeteries and i was like dude that that sounds like what happened here so um i would love to go to mexico i just I, I hear so many stories about you know how how you know the cartel stuff and everything down there and everything but i haven't been since i was a kid and i love mexico man i love mexico it's so beautiful um and there's yeah. so much history and so many things down there that i just want to go and, and you know investigate and see if there's locations and stuff but i just don't have the connections i don't know where to go i wouldn't know where to start you know i, I don't know anybody down there so um but my, that's i think that's one of my bucket list goals is to go to mexico and try to do something either with uh you know with witches or or find out something something you know, that, that that goes on down there that doesn't normally happen here i think that's the biggest thing that is witches so that and then the uh um, yeah. what are they called the uh the little they're like elves uh oh the duendes duendes yeah duendes. Or, we talked about that before like i want to yeah. try to go and find that stuff man like i would love yeah. to go down there and investigate that stuff so 
Well, yeah, look. <clears throat> yeah, well, my cousin, the the one that that that's the the guy, the there at Casamata and stuff like that. Our cousin, yeah, the historian. Mm-hmm. He he's like he's literally talked to me about a bunch of places that he wants us to. Like he recently told me about this place that supposedly like shit happened there, like rituals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That he wants to go and like kind of investigate i'm like dog like i'm like i'm like literally the wrong person to be asking to go do this <laughs> i was like <clears throat> we could try but i have like i i've you know I, i'm not experienced with this so like i wouldn't want to do something and like you know have something crazy happen or or mm-hmm. you know just you know uh invite but, me i mean well he said for he wants okay like, whenever both we're ways. both here yeah so we can both go about like or yesterday about going somewhere, this place called Bellas Artes, which he saw, he, I think he talked to us about when he was on that uh, used to be an old like hospital. And then like uh, they turned it kind of into an asylum and it was like during the Spanish flu, there was a lot of people who died there. Uh, I don't think they're like too keen on having people go specifically to that. And that's the thing, man, is like, there's a lot of these places that are like super, like uh, a lot of stuff is the claim to have been ha- like to happen there but a lot of times either because they're scared of whatever it is that's there or they just don't i guess they don't want that kind of like fame they, they don't want yeah. you know, to they don't want to you know what i mean but yeah. there are places like you said that that he he's like dude i'm like i i don't like i'll take you to these places so like it, like maybe i can talk to him and if like i said if you guys ever are, are willing to come down here uh, and if it's like if, if it's like a weekend or something like i'll try and talk to him see how we can work something out to like where we can you know get you guys over and and yeah, and sure. um mm-hmm. yeah if we can start something here where you know and and it's like i said it's right across the border so it's not like you have to go like super Keep crazy into the interior or anything like that like start off that way and then build some sort of connections over here and then maybe one day you'll be going to you know be international uh, the, yeah um but i i just i love the culture and i, I think that's the biggest thing over there is they're, they're very very superstitious they're very you know, you know their belief is strong in, in what what happens over there and and i would love to just and i think because of that energy and a lot of people don't know about it but i think a lot of a lot of that is due to the energy and the belief like the, the fact that their minds are so open and they invite it and they, they know it and they, it's there um and, and that's what initially got me into the paranormal was <clears throat> my my family with the Mexican culture, you know, my grandfather seen the devil. Dogs. She's jumping around. Um, yeah, uh, you know, my grandfather, you know, said that he he saw the devil when he was a kid, you know, and, and he saw him under a house, you know, things like that. So, um, definitely, definitely, that culture is just so strong in their beliefs. I think they they allow or, or they it's it's so much that they they manifested a lot because of the fact that they they have so much strong belief into it and their, their energy brings it out so i i'm sure there's tons of places to explore and tons of things and things to capture over there so um that is one of my bucket lists is just to get down there and, and find some of the coolest places to to explore i don't think like ghost adventures or any of these other places or other, other shows and things that have ever really ever gone over there that i've seen i haven't seen any too many episodes where they've actually gone into like another another country so um if, they, if there I is think- i haven't seen it yeah, I think they did do one episode where there's like Doll Island or something like that. Oh yeah, I, oh, I don't know. That's in Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah, but and, yeah, I think that one's in Mexico. But that like, um, and I don't know if they've done some in like England, maybe like in the UK, like a castle or some shit. Yeah, but nothing. But I mean, they I guess they focus a lot, you know, here 
here in the U.S. Like, because again, like you see, I'm sure it's hard to like, you know, get permits for everybody to go out there and record, and then mm-hmm. you know, take all the equipment that you need and all that stuff. Um, but what's right? Yeah, when you talk about going to other countries, <clears throat> when I watch some of those shows, I get a kick it out. Maybe you've seen this, but. They're at, they're like in an old German castle or an old British castle where the language wasn't English back then, and they're speaking, asking all yeah. these questions in English and getting responses. I'm like, I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe that this spirit, if it's an intelligent spirit and it's an intelligent uh, haunting, how are they answering you in English, bro? Like, I, I just don't, I, yeah. I don't, I don't see. Like, why isn't it talking to you in Spanish? You know what I mean? Um, which is like when we did Presidio La Bahia, when we did the Goli at the mission. You know, I had my wife asking questions in Spanish. I was like, it makes no sense. This was a Spanish mission. You know, the Mexican army, mm-hmm. you know, bunked down here. How how are we not asking questions in Spanish? We have to ask questions in Spanish if we're going to try to get some responses. Yes, Texans yeah. died here, but there were some Spanish people that, that were here as well. So I just, I yeah. get a kick out of these shows that go to these other foreign countries and they end up asking all their questions in English and they get responses in English. I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. And it's kind of funny. But- <laughs> yeah. Which was what I thought was kind of dope with both you and uh, because uh, Corpus Christi, uh, Corpus Christi Spook Central was also they also did Presidio uh, de la Bahia, mm-hmm. and um, they also had a gentleman that was also speaking in Spanish. I was like, yes, dude, like that, mm-hmm. like and uh, like and I remember I think it was in the episode your wife was also asking questions in Spanish. Yeah, she, yeah, she got giving like commands and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, and she got sick, yeah. yeah. So I. The, so I thought that was cool. and was it out in that it was out in the field or was it in a yeah it was out in the on the 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 yard uh, by the cannon area um, where they yeah. have like your replicated cannons and, and blacksmith area and stuff so yeah yeah and if I'm not mistaken I think they were getting EVPs no not EVPs EMF readings out in in like oh, that were. field if I'm not mistaken yeah I, I, I yeah that so, they did because I didn't get anything out there as far as the EMF readings or and we couldn't do EVPs because. So damn windy out there, you can't hear nothing. Yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioning that as well. So, but uh, but again, I'm going like going back to the the speaking in Spanish. I think that that when you go to a place, you have to at least have somebody who speaks the language just to mm-hmm. kind of like ask questions in in the language so that you know they can you, you know because like you said, it makes it makes sense that you would be trying to communicate with them in their native language because yeah, they're, yeah, like there's a chance that they didn't know English, you know? So, and, and anybody that speaks fluent Spanish, uh, if they ever watch my episode, will probably laugh, uh, because I tried after my wife got sick, she went to bed and we were in the, the room doing an S box session. And, um, man, my Spanish is so, I, I don't speak Spanish, bro. I understand it pretty well, but speaking is another thing for me. And I'm over here trying to ask questions in my wife. Like when she finally watches the video afterwards, she's like, Oh my God. She's like, you, like you we're not saying that right like and i'm over here thinking yeah. i'm doing a good job and i was like no wonder they didn't respond my brother asked the question and, and yeah. i think we got the response 30 we asked how old they were i think we got the response 30, which is 30 i believe i think um but yeah when i was speaking trying to speak spanish and trying to translate dude it was horrible so if you ever speak fluent spanish you watch that video back just listen to me trying to ask questions it's just horrible it's, it's hilarious well, so, i'm gonna be completely honest with you it didn't it wasn't that bad. Like I've heard worse, to be honest. I've heard way worse. So it's like you, you, talk. I mean, it's not. It's obviously no, no. no. It, it's obviously it's it, it's you know it, it's and I'm not. Mine's not perfect either. Like by any this means. This is a perfect but, Spanish speaker. It's, that's not true. 
Yeah, I've, I've been fortunate the places that we've gone that they've actually been really cool about you know, sharing all these stories and everything like that. I haven't had that experience yet, but uh, as far as somebody just looking at me like, get the hell away. But um, yeah, I've been fortunate that the places we've gone to, people have been really open-minded and, and cool about it. So, yeah. And it's because you just don't know, like, especially places like places that advertises as, um, you know, haunted. being haunted or, mm-hmm. or having paranormal activity or whatever. It's, it's I feel like it'd be... A, well, no, that's not true because that's what happened at this house. Like I figured, oh, they'd be down to like talk about it. And no, they weren't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I guess, or, or I guess what I'm saying is if they're promoting it as a haunted place and they're more willing to like, yeah, dude, come on in. But if it's like a place that, you know, it kind of like is haunted, but they don't really promote it as that. Mm-hmm. It's it's I guess those places where you, you you're running more of that risk of, you know, of that rejection. And it's just like, fuck, man. But it's like Tom, Tom Stewart told us one time, it's like, What's the worst that they can do? Say no, and yeah. then that's yes. it. Yes, and then know? it breaks my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I but I've experienced that through email. Actually, I'm not, I'm lying. Yeah, I have I have been rejected at one time. Um, it was this old Victorian home <clears throat> here in San Antonio that apparently there's been several deaths, and and it's a wedding venue now, or it's like a party venue, but oh. mainly for it, it specializes in weddings and stuff. So I sent them an email because there's so many stories about this place being haunted. Um, I, I believe two women. Uh, on their wedding nights actually died there on the wedding nights and stuff like that. Mm. So it has a lot of history of people dying. One person I think fell off one of the, from the second floor um, stairway down into the the lobby, I guess you can call it. And so I, I sent them an email one time and I was like, Hey, you know, we're doing a show. We're just wondering if you, if you'd ever be willing to let us go and maybe just spend a few hours there and, and investigate, you know, we hear all the stories that, that, that come out of this place. And, and they just sent like, it wasn't even like, uh, oh, thank you for inquiring, whatever. Like, even if we wanted to rent the venue, like, what if we rent it, you know? Because they let yeah, you yeah. stay there. They let you stay the night there in the home if you get married and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, okay. what if we don't, you know, what, what would the charge be if, you know, on a night, you know, you don't have anything going on. You're still going to make some money because we're going to pay you. Uh, have us stay the night so we can do this, you know, whatever the case may be. And it was just a flat out, like, we don't believe in the paranormal. I'm like, okay. But your website has stuff on there. So, yeah. oh, really? So, then, yeah, that's where I found out so, about it. And um, I'm like, you don't believe in the paranormal, but you're promoting it to get people to go and do your place, but you don't want any more promotion. I was like, it's like, it's basically free, pr- promotion, free publicity. Yeah. 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 So, I don't understand why you're being this way. But yeah, it was just straight out, just an ugly response. I was like, okay, all right, whatever. Screw you. Thanks. It's like, we're paying you to promote your place. <laughs> yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah, so that's um, a, I think that's yeah. the only time I got another response. And then uh, there's one time uh, the Alamo Cafe, the Alamo Cafe here in San Antonio. Um, it is now, I believe, an apartment complex. It's on Alamo Street by Blue Star. You were there at Blue Star recently. It's actually right yes, down the street from Blue Star. It's like a block oh, okay. away. It looks like a church. I don't know if you saw it, but it looks like an old church. Um, but now it's an apartment complex. Um, it's been known to be haunted for years and it actually turned into a Frank's hot dog place for a while, like a club or something. And then it turned into an apartment complex. But mm-hmm. um, previous to that, it was a cafe. It was a church turned into a cafe and a little girl apparently haunts this cafe. And she was known for running around. People would see her and knock over glasses and stuff. I think she had a name. It was like Susie or something like that. <clears throat> she it was a lady in white that would go over the, the balcony area that would face the stage of the restaurant and, um, and the little girl and they were known to haunt it for years and years and years. And they would see her running around and everything. So I've been trying to get into that location for so long. And then even when it turned into a, when it turned into um apartment complex before they started renovating it, uh, I called the, the guy who owned the property. I saw the number of the, the, the agent to, to get a hold of the realtor. I, I got a hold of the realtor 
And uh, I called him and I was like, hey, you know, this is, my name is Joseph. I work for the Paranormal Journal. You know, we're a paranormal investigations crew that has a show. Um, we were wondering if there's any possible way we can actually get into your your um, your property and see if we can do an investigation because it has so much history. And I was telling him about it. He literally, he laughs. He's like, yeah, no. And he just hung up on me. It's like, okay, cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the rejection's been there before. I lied when I said I haven't, but yeah, I have. I think those are the two ones that I've had in the past. It's when we first started off and stuff. I was trying to line up all these locations to go investigate. And yeah, he just straight up laughed at me and said no and hung up on me. Well, but yeah, Jesus. if you're ever back in San Antonio, check it out. Uh, go to, okay. if you're at Blue Star again. Um, yeah. Go down the street. It's on Alamo Street. You're, you're going away from the train tracks, and you go into into the area, the the, the neighborhood. Yeah. You just follow Alamo Street. It's called the. Uh, it was the Alamo Cafe, and uh, it used to be a church, okay. but it's extremely haunted. So, and hmm. uh, and I'm questioning now. I'm wondering what it, what I could possibly do is go to those apartment complexes, is like knock on some doors without getting there shot. You and like, hey, <laughs> 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 like knocking door. Can I come to your house? And, um, yeah, yeah. So. I'm wondering if those people are experiencing anything now, because like I said, before it was a complex, you know, that those, those spirits are apparently roamed all over that property. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's- I mean, I, I don't understand the, the, the need to be like, like, yeah, if you don't believe in it, whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't have to be dick. You can just, yeah. <clears throat> you can just say, no, thank you. And then hang up, but you don't have to, Ha ha ha! No click. Yeah, it's like that's kind of a dick. That's just rude. Yeah. Um, no, that that reminded me of uh, when we went to New Orleans, and I thought it'd be a great idea to go to the Museum of Death. I don't know what I was expecting, <clears throat> but I thought it'd be a great idea. We <laughs> went, awesome. and it was it was the fucking worst. I have never felt worse walking out of a building than I did there. Like, I literally felt like 100 pounds heavier because I was just depressed as fuck. And was like, holy. And I love true crime. Like, I would listen to true crime all day, every day. Love it. So that's why I thought this is going to be great. But it's like actual, like, evidence and videos and photos of, like, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's twisted. And then in the background, they have. Uh, like a death theater or something, and they're just playing video of people dying, like actual death, people, like, like that old school faces of death. Yeah. Oh wow. Like people like getting shot and then like bleeding out on the street, or like people with like bombs That's gone. Off. Yeah, like it's fucked up. Really? And then it's super morbid. It was so much more morbid than I was expecting it to be, which I don't know why, because it's called the Museum of Fucking Death. But <laughs> but that theater fucked me up because Carlos was like, I need to go to the restroom. So we went to the restroom and then so I'm like there waiting. I'm like literally the only thing playing right now is or to look at kind of thing is this theater. And and I did for a second and then like I was just stared at the floor because I was like, I can't like this is like fucking with me like mentally. And so, like, before we walked out, I went over to, to like, the owner guy or whatever, and I was like, oh, so this place must be super haunted, right? And he's like, uh, no, like, I don't really believe in that stuff, so, like, I think you just die and, like, that's it. I, I don't think there's any attachments to anything. I was like, bullshit, dude. This place must be, like, buzzing with paranormal activity. Um, <laughs> but I was like, okay. And, like, I mean, he said no, that it wasn't haunted. I was like, I call bullshit, but I walked out. And I, I again, I felt miserable. I was like, Never again. That's a once in a lifetime thing. We'll never need to go back in there again. That was awful. <laughs> I felt horrible. What is it? it great, um, I guess. What is it? Uh, Jim Carrey on the uh, Ace Ventura is like, this is a lovely room of death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. No, I think basically. it's part two, right? Where he like, walks into the. <laughs> oh, he's, like, taxidermy. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yes. I, 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 I want to go now. You convinced me that if I go to New Orleans, I need to look for this place. Like, I, I need to go check this place out. That sounds insane. You know, like, do it. Like, okay, this is what I tell people when they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. I'm like, it is. You're not going to walk out of there happy. <laughs> like, I was, I don't know. Like, I, and it's, it's so, again, I love true crime. love hearing about it. But I have not felt that type of heaviness, like, coming out or, like, going into a building perfectly fine and coming out just, like, I'm not even exaggerating when I say I felt like a hundred pounds heavier and I could not shake it and like get it off of me kind of thing. Whether you want to say energetically, emotionally, I, I like, I don't care. All I can tell you is that I felt so much heavier when I walked out of there. That's um, insane. And it was, it was, it was weird. It was, I've never felt or experienced anything like that, but I mean, I did it to myself, I guess. Right. Don't <laughs> go unless you're going to have drinks after. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, you're in New Orleans. You got to, man. <laughs> Oh, um, hell yeah. Oh, we did plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about energy. So one of the things I was, and I was going to write you, I was like, dude, y'all got to do an episode on this. So I hope y'all do and, and, and do a little, it's a little bit outside of the paranormal, but it's not normal. So mm-hmm. it, I would consider it paranormal. Um, this whole thing with the man, have y'all done one on the Mandela effect and all that? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Okay. Mandela effect. So yes. have, y'all, have y'all been following the whole thing with CERN that recently happened? No. With what? CERN. You know, have you heard about CERN? C E R N. Okay. So they they mess with particles. So they're they're doing like uh they're trying to combine particles and and work with black mass and all this crazy stuff. So there's now that you're on TikTok, you're gonna see it. Trust me, you're gonna be like, holy crap! You're gonna see so many conspiracy videos. And that's the other thing I love, uh, dude. I've I've already gotten like within the like the second day, I was already getting flat Earth. I was getting something oh, yeah. else about <laughs> the conspiracy about, videos uh, are wild, dude. Um, oh, so dude. look into CERN, uh, C-E-R-N, um, what they just did, I think it was on July 5th or 6th, somewhere around there, I think July 5th, um, what they did was they fused or they um, they have a particle accelerator, I forgot what it's called, but basically what they're doing is there's all these conspiracy theories that this company CERN is basically causing the Mandela effects and causing portals to open, kind of. And my mm. thing was people were thinking like the mist. Have you ever seen the mist? They were thinking like the, the, the movie, the mist was going to happen where oh, yeah, yeah. they were going to open this interdimensional portal where things were going to come through or it was going to affect the timeline so much that they, they yeah. believed that they were going to, um, what they were doing is they're uh, a particle collider. I think it's called a particle collider. They're colliding particles that haven't been uh, collided before. And they were trying to stabilize them <clears throat> to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. So it was success, and we I watched the whole live stream of it happening and everything. Like when NASA has a launch, they have the live stream for CERN on YouTube, <clears throat> and um, mm-hmm. they stabilize the particles. But if you watch, there's some there's pictures on there, man, where they show like these crazy storms that happen over the CERN facility, and it's like one thunderstorm over the whole facility, and there's like these lightning clouds right over it, and it's like what the hell are they doing? So people believe like these are portals and, and everything going on, but they also contributed to the Mandela effect. They believe that they're um, they're opening black holes, they're opening portals, and they believe also that the energy that they're doing with these particle colliders, um, when they collide these particles together or experiments, that your energy and everything that you do is manifesting things around you. So like if you be- if you believe like this is going to happen or, or if you want this to happen, your energy can manifest it. And the, the, there's so many conspiracy theories about this. It's crazy. Trust me. It's so cool to look into it. Um, so CERN can is confirm big, though. Huh? <laughs> can confirm. Yeah, no. Yeah, obviously. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, so th- th- there's all these these theories out there about it, but um, they the Mandela effect now. So there's all these TikToks like this is now happening. One of them, I believe, is Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A never had a K apparently, or and or now it does. And 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 your mind starts playing tricks on. I'm like, dude, yeah. did Chick Fil A have a C only and not a K, or like C H I C dash yeah i l dash a or whatever um but now they're like no it's c i it's always had c h i c k and i'm like but did it like i I don't know so like there's all these things with cern man that that are they're they're talking about these particles being collided and everything and causing the mandela effect causing portals to open um time travel uh it's insane so look up cern i guarantee you'll look up today you're like holy shit this is crazy and on tiktok it's all over the place there's so many people that give so many theories that it's some of them are like, holy shit, that sounds pretty, pretty possible. Legit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. Because <laughs> I looked into the Mandela effect and um, so Chick-fil-A was one of them. Um, uh, what was the other one, man? There's a few out there. Oh, the uh, they're talking about the Publishers Clearinghouse. Uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon was yeah. mostly part of but he was part of American something else. They're like, he was never part of Publishers Clearinghouse. <clears throat> but I was like, dude, I remember when I was a kid, I used to get those envelopes from my mom and they had Ed McMahon's face on them uh, for the publisher's mm-hmm. clearinghouse. And now they're saying, no, it was never Ed McMahon. It was another person. Um, so like th- that changed like all these different things as far as the Mandela. Uh, yeah. So look into it, man. It's, it's really cool. That's insane. It's, it's sounds like the start of like a fucked up scary movie of like, oh, these scientists are trying to do what is not naturally like occurring. And yeah. then they create chaos and that's what they're so, saying. I mean, and they're doing it underwater in the sea. Like that's the other scary part is like, how do we not know it's, it hasn't done something down there? Yeah, they 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 did it underwater. Apparently, is what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, and what I've been seeing. Um, and look at the machine, man. This is straight up out of a sci-fi film. Like this machine, this collider is like this giant. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's insane. Uh, donut. Yeah, it's insane. Because so they because they're like it's like this big old ring donut thing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong. But like what they do is they get the particles and they start spinning them in opposite directions mm-hmm. until they get them like spinning to a certain like, I guess, speed, speed. or whatever. And then at, at a certain point, like, I guess it's kind of think of it as like you're, you're trying to get two frequencies like on the same wavelength. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then once you get them together, like that's when they, they collide and you, you're you trying to and then stabilize. The energy and I think that's yeah. And I think that's why they're underwater, just in case some fucking catastrophic shit happens. Like, you don't, like, just destroy, That's you know. how Atlantis got destroyed, damn it. I bet you. Yeah. Some well, crazy shit that's why they're doing like it that. underwater. Well, the, uh, <laughs> that was the thing. The, Everybody thought uh-huh. that it was just going to create a black hole because it involves black mass, which is what the black holes are yeah. made of. And everybody just thought that when they did it in the ocean and it didn't succeed, if it didn't work, it was just going to suck and the world was just going to suck itself into a black hole and start from the center of the ocean and go in. Um, and that, that was a theory. That's what everybody was freaking out about. So my, my, my cameraman, he's into all that shit. So he, he sends me the link early and it was like 8, 8, 8 a.m. And he sends me the live feed and I'm, I'm here on my car, like trying not to watch it and just listening and seeing what's happening. And, it's like 10 p.m. I have like meetings at work and I'm over here watching the whole stern thing, making sure we're not going to die. Um, but yeah, it's, it's insane, man. It's, it's really cool. It's scientifically super cool, but yeah, it's nuts. Well, if you ever watched the, the flash on the CW, yes. uh, that's also how the flash was created. Yeah. My wife they was were doing like that. some particle accelerator or whatever mm-hmm. in, in the show. There's a part of it. It's called a particle accelerator and they're doing like this test or whatever. Um, 
but one of the bad guys was actually doing it on purpose ends up like the what's it called uh it just starts to like melt down basically stuff starts to happen and then there's like this big old thundercloud like lightning cloud thunderstorm over the place and uh then this whole thing explodes and puts out like you know that's how people got their powers was from this explosion and uh Barry uh, Barry Allen gets struck by lightning from that that thunderstorm, and that's how he becomes a Flash in the show. Mm, I mean, it's obviously a TV show, but it kind of like when you started talking about the the thing happening in the thunderstorm, I was like, holy shit, that sounds like the got a standby there so that I can become a Flash. Yeah, that is the the storm over the CERN facility, and it's specifically wow. just over the facility. And, and if you look it up, you can find it right off the top. The rain is just strictly hitting the facility itself. That's mm. creepy. It's yeah, like a lightning storm. Um, was that yeah. on a live feed as well, or was that? Uh, no, no. This was this is pictures a while back. These are pictures that they okay. and it's all CERN open portal to other dimension. This is on Yahoo News actually. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So there's so many things out there that that people talk about. You know the dimensions and and everything. Time travel. They think that this might lead to time travel as well. Um, I think it's a little you know far fetched from that, but if it hasn't already happened, because there's so many videos and pictures out there, not videos but pictures of you know, from the 1950s, 1960s, where they show people on a cell phone or talking on a phone, you know, in crowds. I don't know if you look that up. Yeah. That's oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. That, that so, kind of stuff I've seen. Yeah, man. So there's so much, there's so much crap out there, man. You, you never know. But once, once you get into the TikTok realm, man, you'll spend about fucking two, three hours just looking at all the conspiracy videos and theories. Um, they mess with the, the, yeah, apparently they mess with the clouds. They mess with everything. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what plays out in the next few months, years, whatever happens after they did this experiment, because it's the first time they're able to accomplish it. And they stabilized the particles. So um, we'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> That's crazy, Definitely going to look into that. It's the whole thing about the paranormal is, is what's so cool about it. Like, I, I just I I, I want to see it like I, I want to see if like in, in the original Ghostbusters movie, you know, when they, they're in the library and they see that thing, like, get it, you know, and they, they, they try to get the ghost or whatever. That would be me. Like yeah. I would so just want to see that and, and know that it, it's real, you know, know that it's, it's really, really real. Um, and, and, and anything like a cryptozoology when it comes to like, you know, um, mythical creatures or, or things like that, you know, or demons. I've been reading so much on demonology and, and um, exorcisms and things like that. And I, you know, I would love for someone to invite me to a real exorcism. You know, I, I want to see it. I want to know that it's real. I want to know that it's there. Yeah. Um. Just experience oh, it, you know, yeah. and, and and see that it, it's it's a real thing. I mean, I, there there has to be more than what we are here. Like there has to be, you know, there has to be. I I, I can't For sure. I can't believe that there isn't, man. There's just so much in the world, you know, Bigfoot, Loch Ness, all that. Loch Ness is probably dead, but at one point it probably did exist, you know. Um. Yeah. And in the, these creatures, yeah, Michelle. What's that? I said, yeah, Michelle. That's because yeah. I, I don't, I'm like, I believe in some cryptids, but like the Loch, Loch Ness Monster is not one that I believe is real. But so that's why Eric's like, yeah, that, Michelle was cool. real at yeah. one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, well, yeah, maybe there was something out there at one point, but it's probably dead by now. You know, it was, there's a skeleton at yeah. the bottom of that, that lake. Um, but yeah, like, there's just, there has to be, man. Like, and I just, I wish, I wish. And who's, and here's the other thing, like when it comes to like werewolves and vampires and you watch like movies like Twilight and all that. You know, I believe, I honestly believe there's societies where they actually spend so much time hiding it. You know, they, they, they spend so much money and, and resources to where, you know, these, these communities or these societies live in the world and they, they hide it because, you know, the world wouldn't understand it. They're not going to understand how, how it lives and stuff. Because you look at movies, you look at everything that's happened 
look at um, 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the submarine. When that book came out, that was nowhere near even possible of happening. And now we have things that are surpassed that 100 times as far as technology goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so books and everything, I think, at one point, you know, basically – they they came from something urban legends they they derived from something that was real and i think that that that's something that's happening in the world today is that there's so much happens and so much goes on in the world that we don't pay attention to those things anymore and it's become kind of folklore and fairy tale but at, at one point or even now there's still something that is real that that's connected to it that it came from um and i think that's i, I do believe there's like vampires and things like that i think um when it comes to werewolves and things, there was people back then that probably had some type of, you know, either a, a disability or, or some type of genetic, you know, uh, thing going on with them where they, they were able to maybe, you know, turn into that type of animal or, or whatever the case may be. So I think there's some science linked to it, but I also believe like uh, over time, like those people kind of just went away from everything because they were not understood and they never would be. I mean, look at the witch trials in Salem, you know, um, mm-hmm you know, people just mass hysteria, you know, things, things go crazy and people go crazy and they don't, they fear what they don't understand. And because of that, a lot of these, these people that have certain things or abilities and things like that, just go into hiding because they don't, society won't understand them and, and they'll, 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 they'll yeah. be taken upon negatively. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, the world's just, it's insane. That's what I love about the paranormal. Like if I could see it and I can experience it, I, I want to, I, I just definitely mm-hmm. want to be a part of it and see it for myself. He wants to be the Warrens of his generation. <laughs> I wish, man. And with no fame, so, no fame. <laughs> I don't want to be famous uh, at all. What, 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 what's your take on the, the Amarillo uh, creature that was... Uh, oh, that skinny... On that trail cam. Yeah, that, yeah, dude. I don't know. Then that's a thing. Once again. Uh, dude, it's insane. And... and and it sucks because in, in the thing with technology now is, is is people can easily modify things and easily, you know, um, Photoshop and edit things out. But like, yeah, I don't know, man, that it looks I, 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 I thought Duende, like I thought Duende really because how skinny it was and everything. But then it has like, an yeah. actual, it actually has like an actual animal figure, uh, figuristic face. So on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like it looked almost like, I don't know if it was like a coyote head or I don't know what it was, but it it just looked like it was animalistic uh, feature. So, um, I don't know, man, it, it was standing straight up. I I can't even, I can't even begin to think what it, what the hell it was. I I really can't. Maybe it's, I think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's funny because people started memeing. Like, you know how NASA recently put out the, you know, the tell us the images of the telescope. Oh, yeah. Uh, how they took pictures of the galaxies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're far, far away, you know, where Star Wars happens. Yeah. The web, well, web were, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, they were, they, 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 they were memeing it, making like, like you can take pictures like this of, of the universe or the galaxy. Billions you know? of light years, light away, years but away, but you can't get this can't animal. Get fucking Sasquatch or that animal, like clear on a camera. It's like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah. Uh, no, most definitely. It's and true, that, though. No, yeah, definitely. And like, even now, like with all the high tech cameras that we have, like, how have we not captured something? You know what I mean? How have we not captured something? Yeah. And the, the, I think cam, tro, uh, the trocams, trocams are like one of the biggest resources that we can have out there. And that's what's being caught with, with these animals out there. And as yeah. far as cryptids go, um, I don't know, man. And maybe, maybe people have caught stuff out there, but it's like Harry and the Hendersons. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't give up the Bigfoot because they're afraid they're going to be used uh, as experiments and they let them go back into the yeah. wild or whatever the case may be. People are being more hum- humane than, than they, they uh, you know, seem to be because they don't want the, the animals or whatever they find getting 
chopped up into pieces and experimented on. Um, well, I feel like too, like my thing with that is that even if there is evidence and it's like real, people are like, oh, it's fake. Nah, it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. It's too good. It's fake. Like, I mean, j- like even when, when they started talking about like the, uh, their release of video of like the UFO stuff, like mm-hmm. it is an unidentified flying object, not saying there's an alien in it, but it's we don't know what this kind of technology is. Yeah. And then, but then people are like, oh, it's fake. It's like, this is literally the government and like, oh, you can't trust the government. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't, then like, it's, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be some people it's like, you can't, they're just not going to believe. And you're like, all right, whatever. But yeah, so. I, and, and there's so many now. And then now it's like the government releasing, you know, um, documents, you know, classified documents as far as UFOs go and, and them saying that they have plans and seeing all these videos. And once again, and it's all, and, and now it's even more so because of TikTok and because of Instagram, people making reels and making TikToks and stuff. You don't know what's real out there, what videos are, are faked with stage, whatever the case may be, but it doesn't take away the fact that they were there before all this. So there, there is stuff yeah. out there. And, and if the government has plans, you obviously know that there's something out there that they, they, they've experienced that they can't explain. So you can't tell me that's not out there, man. Like it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they actually even have, I think the government actually has a plan in, in the case of a zombie apocalypse. Did you know that? Like they actually have a full, no, they have really? a full out plan. If, if the zombie apocalypse were to actually happen, probably because they're working on some fucking resident evil yeah, type shit, shit and yeah. they're afraid that, you know, it's going to get out case. there, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, there, there is, there, there is microorganisms. There is, um, bacteria and there's a uh, parasites out there. There's a parasite that actually takes over the brain of, I think it's a fish. Uh, there's a yeah, parasite think, that actually can I, do yeah. that. And it turns it, it actually, t- it eats up into its brain and everything takes over the body of the fish and lives within that body of, of the, the animal. It's a parasite that actually can do that. It's like a zombie. So the, the yeah. things are out there, man. And then you, we have, we have all these freaking parasites and, and bacterias that they're finding in, in like Russia or, or in, in, you know, in the Antarctica that have been frozen for millions of years. <laughs> and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, let, let's let's unfreeze this and see what it is. Like, no, yeah. it was there for a reason. It, got, it was taken out for a reason. Leave it alone. Um, yeah. Shit. Well, well, not only that, but because of like the whole like <clears throat> the climate change and stuff, the polar ice caps melting, all that other yeah. stuff. Like it's releasing you, you're, shit. You're yeah. melting shit. Yeah, it's releasing shit that that was frozen, you know, millions or billions, you know, years ago. And, and now, you know, it's coming back. Getting, yeah, it's getting released. We don't have, uh, you know, vaccines or uh, any kind of like anything to combat those things because we didn't have to deal with them anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But now because of all the stuff that's happening, you know, shit's starting to, you know, we're starting, they're starting to see, find more, more stuff, you know? Yep. So yeah. it's a, it's a full strike. It's a circle of life, man. The, the shit, comes back to us eventually you know what i mean there's a reason it, it, it comes back around so but yeah it's it, the world's just nuts man there's so much in the, the world that we can't explain yeah and and i recently it was i didn't listen to the whole podcast but i saw a little snippet of it where they were talking about ufos and stuff like that and and the guy i like i said i, I guess i would have to listen to the whole thing but the guy's argument was like well it's an unidentified flying object and then the guy who was like, like kind of like i guess put it pro alien or like pro ufo in that kind of sense i guess mm-hmm. it was like exactly so you don't know what it is and the guy's like exactly you don't know what it is so it could literally be something from another country and it's like yeah dude you don't know what it is like it could be something from another country but it could be something from outer space but the thing is like with this guy too is like he has to you know he says that he has to have like evidence and this and that but you know 
you know, he's talked about some stuff that's kind of like, well, I mean, that's not really, you can't really explain it. So yeah, there's no real evidence for them having that kind of, you know, technology. So then what can you really say it is, or how can you say that they did have that technology and it's not something else that came Mm -hmm. and, you know, built those things or made those, you know, made those things or whatever. So there's a show, uh, I think it's on YouTube or it might even be on like some of the uh, platforms, but I think it's called like missing 911 or missing 411 something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, missing 411. Yeah, yeah, so uh all these accounts of these people and it's weird weird uh disappearances of children, people. The funny thing is is they're happening in these national parks. So they're happening in these giant forests, national park like Appalachian Mountains, things like that where um there's not a lot of people to witness them going missing. Um and it's it's there's one where a kid ends up being with the family, he loses track of the family. They, they miss the, the kids. Like, I think like four or five or something like that. Yeah. He ends up going missing. They can't find him. And I think the next day or two days later, they find him miles, like dude, miles, miles and miles and miles away to where on foot, this kid wouldn't have survived or had made it. But somehow he ended up being yeah. in this other location. And he, and, and the path he would have had to taken, he would have went through like thorns, bushes, shrubs. He would have been torn up, you know, scratch up. And he wasn't. And they found him at, yeah. in the distance. Um, there's another one where they found uh, clothing. I think they found a shoe or they found stuff mm, where they yeah. thought maybe it was mauled by an animal, but it wasn't. Like there was no way the animal, you know, if he had been mauled by animals, his, his clothing would have been differently um, found and, and things like that. So a lot of people have these theories where like, the government has a deal, you know, with, with, you know, extraterrestrials and they're allowed to come down and this is where their hunting ground, or this is where their abduction areas are because they're allowed to take people because nobody's going to see it. How many people are out there at a time? You know what I mean? How many people are going to see it out in the mountains in in these secluded areas? Um, And that's one of the theories that they say, like the government has like kind of a deal and saying, Hey, you want to experiment on us? We, we take your technology, things like that um, to where they're actually able to, you know, take these people from these areas that that's kind of the agreement they're not allowed to take them from mainstream areas where they're going to be witnessed and seen um but that's one of the theories out there is that that's why they they, they go missing in these mountains uh, the way they do and it found out of nowhere and with these crazy circumstances it's nuts it's super nuts yeah. oh okay oh, just real quick i remember <laughs> okay just because well, I, I think i forgot to mention this when we were talking about that lady that can sp- supposedly speak speak pleiadian oh yeah uh, that the lady that was supposedly helped her open up her mind to that or whatever uh, was mentioning how and I and I haven't looked up looked into this but supposedly that the pyramids in Mexico are, are like kind of aligned with uh, Orion the stars and planets it? yeah Orion's Star. belt or some shit like that but all, is it all Orion of, or something I feel like all, all of the pyramids are in line with somehow the with the stars of the sun like oh, okay. that's that's why people are like how did you get it so exact like. Mm-hmm. Unless you had help of, you know, because yeah. they always usually line up with planets or, or stars or something like that. That alone with the construction of yeah. them, they, they can't even, they can't duplicate yeah. that even now. Even now with all the technology, yeah. they can't duplicate this construction of the pyramids more or less, let alone freaking align them with the constellations. Like what the hell? Yeah. Perfectly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's crazy. Alrighty. Okay. Now are we good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right, Joseph. So uh, is there anything that you would like to promote or where can everyone find you? Um, same thing. Yeah. The Paranormal Journal. We're on, uh, um, we're on, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, we haven't started a Twitter yet, but we're on TikTok. Um, so yeah, we're on all those platforms. Look us up. Uh, there is, 
there is a podcast that had the name that started a few months back, uh, the same name. I'm not throwing any shade or hate on that. You know, they're doing their thing. It's a podcast. I'm not going to be upset about that, but you know, just keep your eyes on ours is obviously the show and everything that's linked up with us is, is through Paraflix and, uh, the paranormal journal. It's an actual streaming show. There's is, is just strictly a podcast. So, um, which is pretty good. You know, uh, you should check them out too. If you, if you want to look at them, I'm not trying to promote them cause I've never actually listened to them, but, um, just so there's no confusion. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, um, uh, TikTok, and stuff like that. But we should be showing some new episodes pretty soon. Hopefully, with season two, like I said, we took a break, but we should have some new stuff coming out pretty soon. I have one uh, residential uh, investigation that we're going to put out there um, as an episode, which is really a really cool investigation, just because the family is really concerned, and it actually it's called the case of the doppelganger. Um, which is a really cool story. The, the oh, daughter has some really cool stories. So um, that's going to be a really good one that we're working to put out pretty soon. So uh, keep your eyes out for that one. So that would be pretty interesting. Well, Joseph, I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, like I said, friend of the podcast, Joseph. Always. Uh, always always sharing our stuff on, on Facebook. So uh, we also appreciate you for that, man. And uh, like I said, anytime, anytime you want to come on, if there's anything new that you're doing, we'd, oh, we'd love sure. to have you on. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, for hey, sure. I, I was going to wear your shirt today, but I, I think I, I wore it the other day. So, I wasn't <laughs> really, so. but I'll be, I'll be yeah, sporting yeah. you all <laughs> one of my next episodes. I promise. <laughs> awesome. Sounds yeah. Good. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that was our episode with, with Joseph. I want to say this is the second time, maybe third. I think it's the third. third. It feels like the third, but I know cause he was third, also on but- with. Dan, it's always a good time. Like we literally just sat here and talked with him for almost two hours. So, mm-hmm. um, it's always fun. It's always fun to have people who we like. We people who we get along with. It's it's nice to have them back. Yeah, it makes the, the episode so much easier to. And you like you lose track of time. Like I think my 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 wife literally just walked out of the out of the bedroom. So, uh, I know we've been going for a while because. I think we started at nine and it's already 11. So yeah. if you guys would like to get into contact with us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social medias. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website or click the link to your favorite site to listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. Just a side note real quick. I recently had somebody reach out to me. I did go to high school with them, but they were like, hey, your podcast came out on my recommended for Spotify, and I've been listening and stuff like that. So that was really dope. Uh, We also got another five-star rating. I mean, there's no – like they didn't actually write anything out, but it's mm -hmm. another five-star. Five-star. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, so we appreciate the we do appreciate that guys. If you do give us a five star rating, please do leave a review so that we know it's you and we can we can read it here on the podcast. If you do want any merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on the t-shirts and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if y'all want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. And if you want to keep it anonymous, we'll only share the information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you.